Ephesians 1.18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory of his inheritance. What kind of inheritance is that talking about, and who does it belong to? Let's take a closer look. We've been studying Ephesians 1, 18, and uh, in previous weeks, we have covered some of the uh, meanings of words that are in this verse up to this point where we are today. Last time we talked about the glory, and before that we talked about riches, and God has poured out his riches on us, and we talked about the glory, his glory shining through his people. And uh, today, we want to take a look at inheritance. Uh, just what does that mean, and whose inheritance are we talking about here? According to the research that I've done and, and, and study on this, um, there are two ways to interpret the riches of the glory of his inheritance. Uh, and both views are taught in Scripture. And uh, both are allowable, both interpretations are allowable and valid interpretations. So the first one is that uh, the saints are his inheritance, talking about us as his people, that we are God's inheritance. And I can see that because we are his treasure with a value that can't be measured. Did you realize that God values us that way, that highly, that we are valued in a way that can't even be measured? You say, well, well, how do we know that? Why do you say that? Why, why do you think we have such a value? Because God took the most valuable thing he had, his own son, Jesus, and uh, allowed him to be the sacrifice for our sins in our place that we might have life and have it more abundantly. That that love, that that sacrificial love that put Jesus on the cross. Um, and by the way, Jesus uh, is God. God is Jesus. And um, how they can be two and yet one and, you know, the Holy Spirit as well, three and one. All of that is beyond our what our finite minds can can comprehend, but we know that that's true. But uh, I say that to say that Jesus uh, didn't go to the cross begrudgingly or unwillingly. He loves you just like God the Father, and he willingly laid down his life for us. But a high price was paid for me and you. That's why I know that we are highly valued by the Father. We're his treasure. So, uh, yes, I can see where we could be called his inheritance. Uh, we're his prize. We're his treasure. Uh, our riches are in God, someone said, and God's riches are in his saints. He loves us. There's no doubt about that. He loves his people. Even to this day, he loves you so much. 
And you can uh, take great solace in that. There are so many situ situations in life where just that simple knowledge, that truth alone can carry you through so many things to know how much the Father loves you. The second interpretation um, for his inheritance is uh, that it means that all we all of the things that we inherit in Christ as his people. You know, we belong to him. We've been sealed by him, by his Holy Spirit. He's put his mark on us, so to speak. And we belong to him. Our life is not our own. We belong to him now. And uh, that second interpretation of this scripture uh, says that we, the inheritance there is talking about all the things that we inherit as his children. And the word inheritance there, uh, if you look at the original language, it comes from the word uh, kleronomia, which is a combination of two words, uh, kleros, which means a lot, and nemo, which means to demonstrate. I mean, I'm sorry, not demonstrate, to distribute, to distribute. And uh, isn't that what an inheritance is and what our inheritance is as God's children? God's salvation, which is wonderful in itself. The fact that we're born again, we've been born into his family, we're his children, we have a home in heaven, all of that. We have him in our life now. It includes salvation plus his gifts and his benefits. And if you've heard some of my previous uh, teaching and messages on this, you'll know that um, I've shared it before, that God's salvation is more than just a ticket to heaven. It's, it's about life now and, and our relationship with him. It started when you were born again, and it continues on for eternity. Uh, that's a, it's a salvation package. And so we know that inheritance here is talking about uh, salvation and being in heaven one day with the Father and all of that. It includes that. But it's more than just the assurance of heaven. Uh, it's talking about the portion or heritage. Uh, this is the uh, definition of inheritance. The portion or, inherit or heritage one receives by virtue of birth, or by special gift from someone who died. Someone has to die for you to receive the inheritance. So in this case, who died? It was Jesus. Jesus Christ died that we could receive the inheritance. And an inheritance is either decreed by birth or by special gift. And in our case, it's both. We've been reborn. And we were, uh, when we were reborn, that birth became our birthright to receive the inheritance. But also, it's a free gift. Uh, we couldn't earn it or deserve it. And I know there are people in the world today that are teaching that and trying to get people to go out and do this and that and earn their uh, salvation, earn uh, their justification, and that you can't do it. it that, that is impossible. We cannot deserve it or earn it it's a gift 
Uh, F.B. Meyer, in some comments that he wrote on uh, inheritance, said this. Yes, it is an inheritance. It is a free gift, and yet we have a right to it. Have you ever thought about it that way, about salvation? It's a free gift, and yet we have a right to it. Just like an inheritance. An inheritance is a free gift, but yet you have a right to it. And he goes on to say, and I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit, we were born into the privilege of this inheritance. The child that lies in the crib may one day obtain his extensive inheritance simply by right of birth. That's the same way you and I inherit this salvation package, including a home in heaven. We have been born again, and it was at that new birth that we became heirs and received the right to our inheritance. So, what an inheritance it is. What, what an inheritance we receive. We can praise the Lord for a long time, for, for days on end, when we think about the inheritance that we've received uh, as his children. We have the right to it, and it's freely given to us. It's our inheritance. Straight from the Father, the God of the universe, has given you an inheritance. That inheritance is, uh, and again, this is from F.B. Meyer, just a few uh, observations of his that I thought were very good. That inheritance is incorruptible. Incorruptible. No decay, no rust, no moths eating away at it. Uh, my, my family and I were talking about the other day an old car I used to have many, many years ago. It was a 1970 Bonneville. The thing was as big as two cars <laughs> by today's standards. It was a long, big, heavy car, and it was a convertible. And I remember on many occasions, especially when it was warm weather like this, uh, Wednesday night we would go pick up kids and bring them to church, and, and we'd put the top down, and, and we would ride the kids to church, and we had a big time doing that. And we were talking about that old car and remembering it the other day, and uh, we were talking about, wow, maybe we should have kept that car. But, you know, if we had kept it, eventually it would have rusted. The paint would have faded. And it would have needed repairs. And it would be an ongoing process to keep that thing up to par. Because in this world, things tend to decay. And rust comes. And, and the moths come. And, and it's hard to keep things uh, uh, in pristine condition. But our inheritance is not corruptible. No rust or, or anything like that can touch it. Or no decay can damage it. It can't be stolen. You know, people who own things of great value uh, have the extra burden of having to protect it. <laughs> you ever thought about that? When you have a lot of valuable things, and other people find out about it, now your next job is trying to protect it and uh, prevent it from being stolen. But our inheritance is one that is beyond any possession we could have, and yet it cannot be stolen. Praise the Lord for that. And it cannot be squandered. Have you ever thought about how many 
uh, families have passed on fortunes and inheritances to children who took it, squandered it. Maybe it was gone within a year's time. They they had gone through it. It was gone. And then they were right back in a, in a state of uh, poverty as if they had never gotten it. Didn't have much to show for it, for the inheritance that they had received. But this inheritance can't be squandered. It's protected. And we're so thankful for the inheritance that we received from the Father. He goes on to say that it's undefiled. There's nothing negative about it. No flaw, no blemish. Uh, you know, we can buy things um, and get home and realize later that, oh, I didn't see that. Look at that. It's got a bad spot on it here. It's got a damaged spot. Oh, I didn't see this. Uh, I know that's probably happened to you. It's happened to me before uh, with clothes and different things. Get at home and realize that there's something wrong with it. And maybe you've had it long enough that it's too late to take it back and uh, exchange it or whatever. And so you just live with it because we're people and, and the things that people create and build and make uh, are going to be flawed. But this inheritance that we receive from the Father is undefiled. There's no blemish. There's no wrong. There's no error in it. There's no uh, anything like an imperfection to it. And this inheritance won't fade away. Now, there are things in our life that we experience from time to time that, that do fade away. Sometimes our hopes and dreams fade away. Sometimes friendships fade away. Some, sometimes people that we were very close to and we've developed a friendship with over time, we don't see them, we're separated by distance or whatever, and our, our life situation changes. And next thing you know, we're, we're just not as close as we were. Sometimes friendships can fade like that. And then sometimes we have people who just fade out of our lives, uh, maybe loved ones that have gone on to be with the Lord or whatever, and, and their memories don't fade, but they have faded away from our life. But this inheritance that we have in God, it will not fade away, ever, ever. It will never go away. It will never fade. It's kept for us, and we are kept for it. It's reserved just for us. And I read this statement, and I really liked it. Someone said, the hands that bled to make this inheritance yours are still keeping it for you. Praise the Lord. Jesus' hands that bled for you are still holding that inheritance and keeping it preserved for you. And how many of you know that anything that's in the hands of Jesus is in good hands. It's not going anywhere. Nothing's going to touch him. He has all power in heaven and in earth, and he holds our inheritance for us. So what will you do with your inheritance? Because to answer that question, this inheritance is for you, God's children. This inheritance is for us. So what are we going to do with it? Uh, you know, a piece of land, you could inherit uh, some property some land, and then uh, keep it all your life. And when you die, you leave it to others. And it's just like it was when you got it, and there was no gain. Or you could inherit that same piece of land, 
and work it and maybe grow some crops on it and still leave it to others eventually. But during the time you had it, people were fed and products were produced and it produced income for you. That land was utilized. Uh, you used that inheritance that you received. You can have a million dollars in the bank, but if you uh, never use it, you can still die a poor person. So the inheritance that you receive, what, do you, what are you going to do with it? What are you doing with it? Are you using it? The scripture says, let your light so shine before men. Uh, in other words, we need to let his joy and love and peace and patience and all of those wonderful things that he blesses us with, we need to let them flow through us that they can benefit other people while we're here. We are blessed with a tremendous inheritance. And I think we can all say amen to that. We are truly blessed. We have a tremendous inheritance from the Father. Salvation and all the blessings and benefits that go with it. So I encourage you to make the most of it. Glorify God with it and thank Him for it. And let's do that right now. Father, we thank you for our inheritance. We thank you for it so much. And we ask that you will guide us in making the most utilization of that inheritance, that we can be your hands and feet and bless those around us with our inheritance. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, God bless you.